Self-management is the ability to respond rather than react. So really maximizing what, what we might call the purposeful pause. So it's really about how we monitor and manage the emotions that we're experiencing so that we can be as productive as we can be with them with other people. Welcome to the EI Sunday Supplement. The mini-series is designed to offer employees and leaders new tools and tactics to improve how we connect and collaborate with colleagues. This series is created by the HR Gazette in partnership with Genos North America, a world leader in emotional intelligence assessments and training designed specifically for business environments. Hello, welcome to this episode of the series focused on EI, your new Sunday supplement with me, Bill Bannum, and the awesome, fantastic Debbie Mono. Hey, Debbie, how are you today? Hi, Bill. I'm great. How are you? Thanks for having me. I am great. Thank you very much for asking. And so this is our penultimate episode, Debbie. It is hard to believe. How did that happen? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where the time's gone. Uh, but today we're going to be focusing on on self management. So my first question for you is, Debbie, what is self management? Self management, easily stated, Bill, is the ability to respond rather than react. So really maximizing what what we might call the purposeful pause. You know, I think um, all of us have been in situations where we've been triggered or we've been angry. And um, I don't know about you, but if you've ever once in your life accidentally hit reply all, you'll have experienced um, kind of a lower demonstration of self-management. So it's really about um, how we monitor and manage the emotions that we're experiencing so that we can be as productive as we can be with them with other people. Thanks for tuning in to the HR Chat Podcast. If you're enjoying this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe and leave a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. And now, back to the conversation. Okay, thank you very much. So why is self-management important at work, Debbie? And as part of that, perhaps you can share why does it matter to employees, to leaders, and to HR pros? Yeah. Well, you know, so the underpinnings of self-management are hearkening back to our first episode that we did together about self-awareness. And so self-awareness is perceiving and understanding how we're feeling. And we joked about that because most people say, well, geez, I feel the way I feel. And I thought my emotions are in my head. I take my head with me everywhere I go. Of course, I know how I'm feeling. But we also know that the research shows us that about 85% of the time, we're completely unaware of how we're feeling. So we start the journey in, in EI with self-awareness to begin just dialing in and recognizing that. And once we do, then the next thing becomes, what do we do with that? And that's where it becomes really important in the workplace, to leaders, to HR professionals, to employees, because it's the, what do we do with that? Um, when we are lacking in our demonstration of self-awareness, one of the words that people use to describe that is temperamental. So if you hearken back to any personal or professional relationship, and if you can think of somebody who you would have said, geez, I had to walk on eggshells around that person, just never knew quite what version of them I was going to get, or someone who tended to be really reactive and really kind of snappy or angry. 
that's just a lack of self-management. That's a lack of an ability to understand how we're feeling, recognize it, and respond more effectively. Now, people who do demonstrate that to a high degree, we say that they are resilient. And I'll tell you, two of the biggest asks over the last three years with COVID were to help people become more empathetic and to help people become more resilient. The ability to just be agile, um, to adapt and change behavior, to respond to changing situations in a way that is productive. Um, and so why is that important in the workplace at any time? Well, boy, it's, it's, we know that it's so much more productive if we're working with people who express themselves in the right degree, the right time, in the right place, in the right way. That's really where authenticity and self-management come into play. So for leaders, it's crucial to really hone this self-management skill because they set the pace. Uh, the demonstration of these competencies by a leader is the single biggest driver of employee engagement. And Bill, I know you work with organizations uh, as long as Jeff and I have. Every single organization is always looking for employee engagement. One of the shortest paths to get to employee engagement is by having leaders who have strong emotional intelligence. And self-management is really the display of what they do interacting with their teams, with their colleagues, with their direct reports, and the way that they respond to the ever-changing landscape of work. So it's crucial for leaders. It's crucial for HR because HR changes rapidly just as much as the pace of business changes rapidly. And HR has to come in and pick up all those pieces of that change. So for HR professionals, it's really crucial to be able to respond appropriately rather than react. Because when we react, we set everybody off in kind of this threat circuitry and we inhibit their ability to think critically, to respond effectively, to collaborate. So it's really one of those crucial elements of EI that has a play at every role in the organization and in every relationship, again, both personally and professionally. And those of you who have young kids, you'll know that um, you might want to react, but responding is so much more productive. Oh man, I had a moment a couple of days ago where I really wanted to react with, with my young kids. Um, but uh, I know I, I tried to take some of these lessons and uh, deal with it in a different way. Uh, okay, so can you maybe share a story about uh, an unproductive state? So that's the, um, that's the temperamental and also the productive side, which is you know, the resilience in, in two minutes or less, Debbie, go. Absolutely. So I'll give you a couple of examples of the unproductive side, the temperamental side. Um, one, we can see this in professional athletics all of the time. Uh, any root cause of any unsportsmanlike conduct, any technical foul, if you, if you listen to that player or that coach after that event and they're asked what happened, you'll always get an answer that sounds something like this. I let my emotions get the best of me. I let that player get underneath my skin. Um, my emotions clouded my ability to think clearly. And all of that is absolutely true. That is exactly what happens. We react in the moment and what we do has a negative repercussion. And it just is on full display in professional athletics. Now, if you think about that in your workplace, if you've ever 
responded to an email hastily or in all caps, or somebody's knocked on your door and it's a bad moment and you kind of had a, a snapping reaction from them, that sets the tone for the for the rest of that working relationship, likely for the rest of that day, right? Um, let's talk about resilience. Let's talk about people who have bounced back. I'm going to use another professional um, athletic uh, example here. If any of you watch Jordan Spieth, the professional golfer, one of the things that I'm always amazed at with Jordan is his relationship with his caddy. Jordan never says, I did this and I did that. Jordan says, we did this and we did that. He and his caddy are a unit and a team who collaborate. And no one is perfect. So when Jordan has a bad shot, you will immediately watch him retake the shot after he's made it. He'll practice it. And he walks away. And the moment that he begins walking away, he's left that bad shot behind him. He's responded and he's ready to step up and take the next shot. Conversely, if you've ever watched a tournament, I, Jeff and I have been to tournaments where you've seen a player have a bad shot and they curse and they're talking to themselves. And that goes on for maybe two or three holes. Well, they've, they've lost the tournament. They've taken themselves out because the moment that they let that get under their skin, then that bad shot is generally followed by another bad shot and another bad shot. And they get in that downward spiral. So when you think about that in the workplace and all the things that we're challenged with, we all as humans can take a bad shot during the day. It's how we recover from that. Can we take a moment? Can we take a deep breath? Can we figure a way to respond more effectively and move beyond it to be productive for the next step in the process? Very good. Thank you. It's now that time of the episode. Drum roll, please, listeners. Uh, for your fun facts of the day. Can you share your fun fact? I can. I've got a fun fact today. And again, so pardon me as I look over here off to the side, but this is really interesting as it ties into all of these things we've been talking about. And here is the fun fact of the day. 59% of employers, 59% would not hire someone who has a high IQ, but a low EI. 75% of employers are more likely to promote a worker with high emotional intelligence. If we were in Vegas, Bill, those are pretty good odds. Thank you, Debbie. And just finally for this episode, how can our listeners connect with and learn more about you and also, of course, about Genos North America? Absolutely. Well, you can find us on LinkedIn, Genos North America. You can also find me on LinkedIn, Debbie Muno, M-U-N-O. You can hit our website, genosnorthamerica.com. And from that website, you can absolutely shoot me an email and schedule some, to, some time to chat if you'd like to do that. Perfect. Well, uh, Debbie, that just leaves me to say thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you, Bill. And thank you, listeners. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the EI Sunday Supplement. Check out more episodes from the HR Gazette at hrgazette.com or through your podcast platform of choice.